0: Hi, you are listening to Friarside Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller, here with the greatest boss in the world. Wow.
1: I have been elevated. <laughs> yes. Did I win an award I didn't hear
0: about? Well, you have been my only professional boss. That's right. I mean, that's... Okay, I had jobs through college and Right, exactly. Stuff, you were a
1: waitress and...
0: I was a waitress. I worked in the Duke Libraries. Right. Um,
1: but in terms of... Post-graduation, I yes. am the greatest boss you've ever the had. The greatest boss, yes. That's so great.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, here we are. We're just about to head into Holy Week. I know. Um, and there's just so much going on in Holy Week. But a key part of that, I feel like, well, we're actually kind of getting ahead of it a little bit with tomorrow. We've got Campus Stations of the Cross, mm-hmm. the Friday before Holy Week. Um and so I kind of wanted to unpack the stations of the cross a little bit. Like sure. I know it's been powerful in my life, and I love hearing the way you talk about it. Just like when we're talking about it as a staff, right here, sure. you sharing with a student, and so I thought that would be really valuable to share with our listeners.
1: No, I hope so. I, you know, I feel like uh, it's one of those where, um, in for many folks, uh, especially many uh, young people, I don't, I don't know that they've. Um, if it's been a part of their Lenten celebration. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be great, I think, just to uh, look at it a little bit and say, what's this all about? And how has this uh, been, in a uh, you know, a part of Lent that um, we all can relate to? Yeah. And I, I think that's probably the most important uh, direction to go, how, how we can <laughs> obviously relate to all these stations. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, you know, I think about when I was in high school and growing up, I kind of considered stations of the cross like this thing that the old ladies at the parish did together. sure it was sure. the old lady thing and that now, is not for me and now you're <laughs>
1: that old lady I
0: oh please <laughs> i have very few gray hairs right, thank right, you right. <laughs> um as i was thinking about this as thinking about i i visit dc often and you know you and i went to assisi in rome and it's really cool to walk in these places and think about like the people who've walked here before right. and it's really powerful but Jeez, how much more powerful could it be trying to put ourselves in the place of the God of the universe right. and like who died who died for us and every step of the way you realize like he did this for for you, Michael Martin. He did mm-hmm. this for me, Emma Miller. Right. It's kinda crazy.
1: No, it's um I, I think you know, you're right in saying um we travel to you know hot spots around the country, around the world, and we're taken uh, when we're there by the reality of who has tread here before. You know, and and so really, the the foundation of the um, the practice of uh, this paraliturgical celebration <laughs> of the of the uh, of the stations of the cross is is really rooted in that very experience. Um, certainly. Folks, back you know, centuries ago, uh, as today, so many of us have on a bucket list that we'd love to go to the Holy Land. Oh, we'd yeah. love to walk the Via Crucis. We'd love to mm-hmm. be able to to walk where Jesus walked, and and especially you know, certainly maybe by the Lake of Genesaret or or the Jordan River, where you know, or you know, the Mount of Olives, whatever it might be. We'd love to be able to stand where he stood, see what he saw. Uh, but there's also, you know, been a long tradition of walking that last day with him mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and To those different spots and you know, obviously like today Most people will never do that. Yeah, you know, we'll never be able to go there. And so it's actually the the Franciscans who created um, this this form of prayer mm-hmm. to allow us to in some way walk with Jesus in the um in the last moments of his life on earth and so yeah to step into those specific moments and reflect with him uh on uh, you know what it must have been like is i think a powerful Mm -hmm. moment because many of those steps are our steps Mm -hmm. and that's i think the the greater challenge is not it's not just some historical uh retrospective you know Mm -hmm. we're looking back on something that happened but really each of the stations are our stations in so many ways anything
0: yeah I do Um,
1: is there a a station that you uh, (laughs) that you sort of relate to the most or one that grabs you the most you just stole the question right out of my mouth
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, Um, I actually really do well I guess it's three stations but I really take um, encouragement from Jesus himself stumbling and falling. And it just, um, the fact that he gets back up for me and that he also sometimes needed help to get back up and that he had, was it when he was stumbling that Veronica, like, like after he stumbled, I don't know, whatever. I'm just, I picture it that way that he's down. That's another
1: station, but that's not always down. Right. But but he's like down. I picture it. And
0: like someone ministered to him and just even Jesus fell Um, not, he didn't sin, but when I sin or I'm struggling, I remember like Jesus fell and sometimes he needed help to get back up. Sometimes he needed someone to like minister to him. Mm -hmm. And, um, it just makes me feel not so alone in my struggles, I guess that one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I feel that those, the Jesus falling three times, um, you know, gives all of us, I hope, um, especially during lent you know when um <laughs> when we're trying to mm-hmm. embrace some form of penance some mm-hmm. form of mortification and you know and we don't get it right or we yeah we screw it up a little bit you know i, I always take comfort in saying you know there is you know perfect what does perfect suffering look like i i i don't even know i mean jesus stumbled yeah. carrying the cross <laughs> you know and not to you know to say he wasn't perfect, but to say that th- that's life, mm-hmm. you know, and and so as you say, not only do I need to get up and keep going, but also there are other people around me that will help me. Yeah. And I don't have to carry this cross or this penance by myself. But aside from Linton penances, the challenges and crosses of every of mm-hmm. everyday life. That's so true, and so I you know I I think those can be um you know, powerful moments during the celebration of the stations. I think for me, mm-hmm. if there be one that just sort of stands out for me, uh, it's, you know, Jesus taken down from the cross, mm. you know, and obviously for me I I envision um you know the great, you know, artistic work of, you know, the Pietà. Oh, you know, and, yeah. and just the mary holding the lifeless body of Mm -hmm. her son and and uh and that just um pierces me you know and uh, i I could say that really i could stop at every station you know and say the same thing but i i do think that that one is particularly uh poignant for me and
0: does uh, it like call you to any sort of action or like recommitment of anything
1: it does i mean i i feel like um the The love that was shared between Jesus and mary mm. uh that she still um, you know carries that in her heart even beyond the experience of her her son being physically present to her mm-hmm. and and so um i I think for me what it what it helps me to do is to realize that um even though I may not be experiencing the joy of Christ's presence Mm -hmm. that my love for him and his love for me still remains, Mm -hmm. you know, that it always doesn't have to be this rah, rah, um, you know, awesome feel good experience Mm -hmm. of, of Christ that sometimes my faith can almost feel like a lifeless body in my hands, you know, Mm -hmm. and, but still there's witness value in yeah. that. You know, so many of the great saints, you know, uh, the recent um, last few years revelation of uh, Mother Teresa's last few years of dryness and yeah. and darkness and, and you know, that great saints, you know, endured that moment for protracted periods. And so I, um, it, it helps me to not necessarily always look for the Spiritual candy, yeah. as it were, but sometimes I, my faith feels like a lifeless body. Yeah. You know? huh. and on that happy note, <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank goodness we have Ooh. the resurrection coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh my goodness! My. Yeah,
0: but um, yeah. So well, I I also want to talk about. I feel like meditating on Jesus walking with his cross, it also brings to mind Jesus, um, like telling us whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. And so when we're there, think, you know, meditating on these things, you can't separate that. So what does it mean to like, take up your cross daily and follow Jesus like we're doing stations of the cross here in this moment in this Lenten season but like even beyond this I feel like yeah beyond this
1: season yeah I I mean I I I would say um that first and foremost we we cannot escape the truth that Jesus preaches the cross Mm -hmm. for all of us prior to his carrying his own Mm -hmm. you know that and it sounded um even more bizarre to his first listeners than it sounds to us, you mm-hmm. know, uh, because they they had no concept of what it was that he was about to do, and so, uh, but even for them, you know, they they balked. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Peter says, "Surely, Lord, that's you know, that you're not gonna let that happen to you. You know, yeah. we're not gonna let that happen to you." And and yeah. so all of us our natural inclination is you know fight or flight you know we we will either fight the cross, cross or we will run from it mm-hmm. that's our that's our natural response and there's there's goodness in that without a doubt but what what Jesus challenges us to do is to recognize that the cross is an integral part of growth mm-hmm. unless the grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies we heard just you know this past Sunday and uh, and so death on those you know nature screams those you know those themes mm-hmm. all the time you know just the, the the cycle of nature throughout the seasons and um, and and for us too what are we invited to let go of what are we invited to strip away what are we invited to uh, allow to be burned out of us through a searing experience, mm. you know, none of those things are anything that we would, um, you know, get up in the morning and leap out of bed for. But yeah. the reality is, we know that some of that's going to come today, yeah. And it's going to come when we least expect it, or we can see it coming from, mm-hmm. you know, from a distance. All of us know that we will die. Mm. I mean, that's the ultimate cross. The ultimate cross is death and we all know that we will all face it we cannot avoid it and so mm-hmm. if that be true ultimately then why not prepare ourselves well for that ultimate cross by learning how to embrace in humility mm-hmm. the daily crosses of keeping my mouth shut when i want to say something <laughs> mm-hmm. or caring for someone that i find hard to love yeah. or carrying the cross of being misunderstood and not, you know, whining about it mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. I mean, those are small ways, but then there are, there are bigger crosses that any one of us, you know, have already experienced mm-hmm. that, you know, comes with all of the, why me? And do yeah. I really need to do this? And in those moments, we can hear Jesus saying the very same words and be comforted as we walk those stations with him, knowing that, he felt exactly the same way and that's the beauty of the stations is that it reminds us that our God came and experienced everything that is a component of the cross God experienced and so we're not alone in it Mm -hmm. that's to me the the greater joy of this spiritual journey of of the stations that it reminds us you know and and knowing that and, and believing that and desiring to do it with Jesus makes it completely different. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I think about, cause I know some of our listeners will, will hear this, you know, after, after Holy week and, you know, maybe we'll be In, into summer, ordinary time yeah, and all right, this kind right. of stuff. Um, I mean, you've talked about it before, but I, I think for me The Stations of the Cross help me to, like, reignite my appreciation for the crucifix in my own home. You know what I mean? Like, I see it on a daily basis, and I just take it for granted. And, like, it doesn't... It's not that it doesn't mean anything to me. Like, okay, I'm wearing a crucifix around my neck right now, but, like, Mm -hmm. walking through these stations helps make that crucifix all the more real and praying in front of it and and in those spaces.
1: Right. Without you know, becoming uh, somewhat addicted to the gore, you know, which (laughs) I I have to admit that there have been times over my life when, you know, I've read um, descriptions of Mm. what crucifixion Mm -hmm. is physically like. Yeah. And it's almost, for me, it's almost impossible to read it just because... Ah, uh, it's so, um, it's so awful. Yeah. I mean, it's so awful. Yeah. And I don't, I really don't believe that Jesus wants us to be mired in that kind mm-hmm. of um, pity for him yeah. and the sickness of what a crucifixion can do. Mm-hmm. I, I. I don't believe that. That said, we can't, you know we can't somehow sterilize it mm-hmm. into, you know, a walk in the park, you know what I mean? And, and, and so you're right that seeing the, the crucifix and, and that's where I believe, you know, in, at least in the Catholic tradition, you know, we have always maintained the corpus, mm-hmm. the body of Christ on the cross, mm-hmm. that seeing that as a reminder, as you say, you know, that, that, wow, that, that's a broken body there. Mm-hmm. That's a body that's endured a lot. That's a that's a body that's suffered pain, mm-hmm. and and so I think it speaks loudly mm-hmm. to us. Uh, and but without getting to the point of obsessing over yeah. the gruesomeness yeah. of it, because I, I just don't think God uh, wants us mm-hmm. to to live there. But I do think we're called to look at it. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: To let it really remind us mm-hmm. of his love mm-hmm. in action. Mm-hmm. and Yeah,
1: yeah, so that we don't minimize it, so that yeah. we don't make it something less than what it really was.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to admit the crucifix in my apartment uh, fell off the wall the other day and I still haven't put it back up and he's laying on my floor. Oh.
1: He's laying on... You couldn't, you couldn't even pick it off the floor?
0: I, I, I moved him to another spot that will oh, on remind the floor? me to... On the carpet. It's like, it's like right... <laughs>
1: Put the crucifix up off the floor, will you? Well, Go I, and put I tr- it on I tr- a table tried, or something. I tried. I
0: tried to like set it, like set it up, right, like on a table, so it was still facing up. But it kept like falling out. So I was like, I don't want it to break. I'm just gonna set it here until I hang out. All right, Jesus, I'm coming home to hang you up today. My Lord. I got to borrow your hammer. Okay. <laughs>
1: Poor Jesus, you know, it just is laying on your floor, you know, really like a discarded piece of trash. Come on. No. Give him a little reverence, will you? Oh my gosh.
0: Well, for all of you listeners out there, um, we hope that you have a renewed passion for our Lord on the cross. And hopefully, um, for those of you who will be listening to this today and tomorrow, um, and come out and join us for Campus Stations of the Cross.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the things I love about our campus stations mm. uh, here at Duke is that we walk around to 14 different locations yeah. on campus. Mm-hmm. And one of the joys about that for me is that uh, it reminds me that Jesus, We when we do the stations, we want to walk in his footsteps but when we do it this way, we're reminded that he walks in our footsteps. Yeah, he, yeah. he walks on our campus with us. Yeah. He walks in the library, he walks by the hospital, yeah. he walks by the student center, he walks by the law school, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, and so as we go to these different locations by Cameron or the Wallace Wade or you know, any of the uh, locations on our, on our campus, we're reminded that there is no place that Jesus isn't present with us and walking with us as we carry our crosses Mm -hmm. in all of those places. You know, that there is no limit to where the cross can be carried, you know. And so I think, and plus the witness of that, that when other students see, you know, 150 of us trucking around campus you know, with a big cross, (laughs) wondering what's that all about? And not that we do it for a show. I I think we do it to give witness to our faith in a way that says we want the Lord to walk with us in wherever Mm -hmm. we are on campus, not just in the chapel.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm excited. Yeah,
1: that'd
0: be great. Well, thank you, Father Mike. Thank you, Em. Yeah, and thank you guys for joining us for another great episode of Friarside Chats. Um, Please email us anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. You can email me directly at erm13 at duke.edu.
1: For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, and alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support.
0: Thanks, Father Mike. Thank you, Em. See you guys next time on Friarside Chats. Hi sorry
1: what is the matter with you it's sorry i
0: got up really early this morning all right here we go. Go, go